Yankee Trails production. Wish you were here. Hey everyone, welcome back to Wish You Were Here. Today's episode is so special. I'm sitting down with Andy Fuentes. He's the regional sales director for Florida for Scenic and Emerald Cruises. Scenic and Emerald Cruises are a newer product to Yankee Trails, but we're so excited to begin working together. Scenic Luxury Cruises and Tours is the leader in luxury, all-inclusive river cruising and small ship ocean cruising, providing guests with the ultimate five-star experience. You can even take your adventure one step further with their six-star Scenic Eclipse Ocean Cruises, which offer truly once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Their river cruise ships have a max guest capacity of 163 guests, and their ocean yachts have a guest capacity of around 200 guests. So these cruises really do have an intimate, exclusive, and luxurious feel to them at all times. March is Luxury Month at Yankee Trails, and we have some exclusive offers for those who book a scenic or emerald cruise with us. During the month of March, when you book, you'll get an additional $150 off per stateroom on any scenic or emerald river cruise, or an additional $250 off per stateroom on any scenic or emerald ocean cruise, and these are combinable with any wave offer. We're going to chat about scenic and emerald cruises, what makes them ultra luxurious, and how these cruises are unlike any other experience on the water. And believe me, they really are unlike any other cruise. I'm really looking forward to chatting with Andy, and I can't wait for you to learn more about Scenic and Emerald Cruises. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Wish You Were Here. I am here with Andy Fuentes. He is the Regional Sales Director for Florida for Scenic and Emerald Cruises. Welcome, Andy. Hey, thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Of course. So tell us a little bit about your background with Scenic Cruises. So in the back, I have the beautiful scenic eclipse. Uh, I actually sailed with her uh, when I, last year in San Francisco. She is a 232 passenger ship. Uh, it's kind of like if an expedition ship and a yacht ship were combined together. Um, she is very luxurious, six-star luxury service, butler service in every stateroom, nine dining venues. My personal favorite is the stateroom size, which is very large, 350 square feet or larger. And she's all included. I mean, shore excursions, gratuities, drinks, you name it, it's all included. And she is the James Bond of the ocean. She has two helicopters and a submarine on her, which is just amazing. Um, we also have the river cruises. Uh, so if, if ocean, it's not your thing right now. We do have the river cruise option throughout Europe and Asia. Uh, of course, my personal favorite is the Christmas market cruises in November through December because it's just like a Charles Dickens story just come to life. <laughs> yes, that sounds so cute. I definitely have one of those on my bucket list and those ships sound absolutely amazing. Um, so with that, I know that Scenic offers a quite a different experience from the usual cruise lines that might be on a traveler's radar. Um, so what sets Scenic river cruises and ocean cruises apart from other cruise lines? So on the ocean cruise, um, it sets apart because it goes to more boutique destinations, maybe remote destinations that um, the big cruise lines can't get to. Um, she's also um, equipped with the latest technology that, to be honest with you, Haley, that 
they she does not need an anchor to talk anywhere like she doesn't need a big port or she doesn't go through like the this and you know when you go on a big ship you always have a, you know a security line mm-hmm. and you have to go through up up here so forth and so on we don't have that um because of her size so she can go through all the coral reefs in the world because she doesn't need an anchor she does have all the things that she needs to dock um on her and she goes to remote destinations like Antarctica and then Arctic, um, Antarctica or the Arctic, or she can go to Papiete or Fiji or New Zealand, Australia. She can go to Africa. She can go to Europe. She goes to the Northwest Passage. Um, so after long giving of the Arctic, she goes to Greenland, Iceland, through the Northwest Passage, Northern Canada, and then goes to Nome, Alaska. Now, Polly, yourself or your listeners, they probably don't know what Nome, Alaska is. And to be honest with you, I didn't either until I had to look at the map. And it's very close to Anchorage, but it's in the other side of Alaska. Normally, we see it from north and south, but we don't see it from east to west. So it was very unique seeing there's another part of Alaska that probably people don't know that does exist out there. Uh, she goes to Japan. So a lot of boutique ports and again it's just that her all inclusion you can do a lot she has that big cruise feel but in this smaller yacht the rivers what makes it very unique i mean yes she does have mostly what most river cruise line has so the all-inclusiveness you do have some river cruise lines that have the same thing butler service in every stateroom again you'd have the same thing what sets it apart is the variation of excursions and she has a very large extensive menu of excursions that we um that we offer which are included uh, which is always great yeah Um, but also she has something that's called the scenic enrichment program and what that is is that on every voyage once every voyage what we do is we rent out a big venue. Now, examples of these venues are the Palais de Liechtenstein in Vienna or the Sounds of Music in Salzburg. Um, And obviously we have more. We have actually even an underground museum that we go to. It's a digital art museum in Bordeaux that it used to be an old an old submarine station that was Mm -hmm. abandoned by the French. Oh my gosh. Um, So that's just kind of the things that we do. And if you don't know what these places are, and I'm talking to you know the listeners that maybe is like, well, I've never heard of those places before. Like, can you give me like an equivalent that I might know? Imagine if I would tell you we're going to New York tomorrow and I am basically renting out Carnegie Hall mm-hmm. just for us. And free admission, you're front and center, and you're going to have a private orchestra or private ballet or private show just for us and there's no one else that's coming not the public not other people it's just us or imagine if i tell you we're here at the met in new york and the entire museum is our playground it's it's just us and we get the vip backstage tour and we get more in depth and you know there's not them large crowds that those are the caliber of venues that we rent out on a river cruise which is great it's kind of like the cherry on top yeah it sounds like travelers can kind of dig their feet into the culture of the location you're seeing a little bit deeper yeah absolutely. that's awesome awesome um, so 
speaking of river cruises, what are some of the most popular river cruise destinations? So there's always two of them. That's always great. It's kind of like saying the I, I call it the Mexico and the Bahamas of the rivers. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is that, you know, on an ocean cruise, we always go to always two popular destinations, Bahamas and Mexico. Mm-hmm. So on a river cruise, the most popular destinations are the Rhine River. The Rhine River either departs out of Amsterdam or Basel, Switzerland, and it goes through countries such as Germany, France, Amsterdam, um, sorry, the Netherlands. Uh, and then you have the Danube River that she runs east to west or west to east, usually starts in either um, Germany, um, you know, you go to Nuremberg or uh, Munich, that's the nearest airport, and mm-hmm. it ends in Budapest or reverse. You know, it starts in Budapest and ends in Munich. We add an extension uh, to Prague, and I'm sorry, the dog's barking. <laughs> uh, the, um, we have an extension that we add to Prague, so you can do Prague before or after. And if you've never been to Prague, it's the most one of the most beautiful cities in, in Europe. Ooh. So we have that, and those are the two more popular destinations. Now, for the springtime, we usually um, have the tulips and windmills, which for those of you that may not be too familiar, if you've seen a postcard with these beautiful big windmills and like the beautiful rainbow colors mm-hmm. of tulips, actually those do exist as in real life. And imagine seeing fields upon fields of these tulips. And we do a Holland and Belgium, um, and then leave in Amsterdam down to the Rhine River. And then obviously the other popular time is what I just said was the Christmas cruise, uh, the Christmas market cruises that leaves in November and December. And both the Rhine and the Danube has that. So those are the two most popular destinations. Now for those culinary folks that, you know, they're not too interested in much of the history because there's a lot of history in the Rhine and the, and the Danube, mm-hmm. but they want more foodie. You know, they're foodies. They're trying to find kind of like that foodie itinerary. Like, where can I find the culinary in the river cruise? And we do have the south of France, uh, the one that goes to Lyon to Marseille or Lyon round trip. That's the best foods throughout <laughs> Europe. I mean, you definitely can burst. And that, uh, that particular river cruise ship has a culinary center that we have for free. And a day in a culinary cruise would be you begin your day by shopping with the chef in the morning. You pick out the ingredients. You come into our culinary center. You cook what you pick out. Um, And again, complimentary. There's no additional charge to that. And then at nighttime, you come back to the chef. Sometimes you have dinner, wine tasting, or just hang around, maybe just have drinks with the chef. You have a full culinary experience. Uh, And then, of course, Bordeaux. I mean, Bordeaux, enough said. Four regions of Bordeaux, wine galore. I mean, one of the best vineyards in the world. Um, And fun fact, other than uh, Bordeaux and Napa and Sonoma, Germany actually has the third largest uh, vineyards in the world. And I did not know that. No, me neither. German wine is fantastic. I would say I I went to the vineyards in Germany on on our river cruises and I had their rosé. I'm telling you, the rosé in Napa and Sonoma doesn't compare. Wow. I would say this one rates higher. But of course... Uh, that's that's just me. That's my <laughs> taste palette. Of obviously more, but definitely German rosé uh, makes a run for its money. Wow! Oh my gosh! So many bucket list cruises you just mentioned. I am dying to go. 
Um, so March is luxury month at Yankee Trails, and we want our guests to treat themselves. So how does Scenic provide a luxury experience for guests traveling? I know you mentioned the butler, which sounds absolutely incredible. And what kind of exclusive offers can guests get during this month? Yeah, so we um, we gave Yankee Trails, you know, we uh, we definitely like to partner uh, with our uh, travel partners and give them the deals. Um, so this is exclusive for Yankee Trails. We're giving an additional $150 off per stateroom on our river cruises, an additional $250 off per stateroom on our yachts. Um, so this is combinable with our public offer. Right now, public offer has a lot of additional savings. Um, I saw one of them being like twelve hundred and fifty per per, uh, not per per yeah per person. It was per person uh, on a scenic cruise. Uh, if you pay in full well, within a year, you also can get free airfare. You can get uh, free land extensions. So if you're going to, for example, Paris, the Seine River going to Hon Floor. It is the 80th anniversary of Normandy, uh, Normandy landings, by the way. We're offering a free land extension to Paris. Uh, we also have an extension to Amsterdam. So there's a little variation. You can only choose one amenity, though, mm-hmm. uh, a variation of what you can pay out, whether it be free airfare, free land extension, or a just want a little bit of everything, we can give you additional savings as well. So that offer is exclusively to Yankee Trails and it is combinable with a public offer, which again, you can choose one of uh, three amenities if you pay in full. Love it. Love it. So um, for people who have seen Scenic's Instagram, I know I've uh, stalked it a little bit. You get a glimpse of the Scenic Eclipse, which I think you mentioned is right behind you. Yep, yeah, that's um, it. It's stunning. Can you tell me what sailing on that ship is like and where it might go? So that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I would tell you that because it goes everywhere. It goes to all seven continents. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes her very unique is that when you step in, you you see her she you know she, compared to uh, other ships like i call the monsters of the seas compared to other ships when you go there you know she looks smaller than others and when you come in you expect something more compact but it's not it feels like you are in a big cruise ship huh. and everything is the latest technology so for example sometimes and and i know Polly, you caught yourself going on a cruise that you're like, I forgot my, you know, my flyer that has all the times and all, you know, I don't know what the show times are and I forgot my phone so I can look at the app. You know, what can I do to find when the show times are, where things are located? So we have interactive maps and interactive walls that actually tells you the show times, it tells you where to go, it tells you what excursions we're doing, what's going on now. So all over the ship, you know, everything is interactive. And in public areas, we don't have doorknobs. So you can just wave the door and the door opens up for you and you go <laughs> right through the door. So that's the latest technology on board the scenic eclipse. Now we have a lot of variations of rooms. So I mentioned the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And you can keep it as cash as you want it, or you can, you know, dress up and do fine dining. 
those are the options that we have there. If you want to do meditation, I mean, that's something you want to do. We have a meditation class or yoga and Pilates. If you're a fitness buff and, you know, you want the latest technology in, you know, sports equipment or well, we have free weights, et cetera, we have that there. You know, you have a um, an observation deck, which is the quiet room where you can play board games or cards or grab a latte and sit down and enjoy the view because it has about like a 280 view of where you are. So that's the unique experience on the scenic eclipse. And again, there's so much more. And we can't forget about the helicopters and the sub. Of course not. <laughs> so you mentioned like where to go. I mean, mm -hmm. it's basically where, where I would say is up to the person. I mean, the world's your oyster. I mean, if you want to go on Antarctica, we have the best itineraries in Antarctica. If you want to go to the Arctic, same thing. If you want to go to South America, maybe you want to go to Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We have that. Um, maybe you want to do the vineyards, which I'm going to do um, this May. Ooh. From San Diego to Vancouver, hitting all the vineyards up the West Coast. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's, it's, I can't wait. I mean, going to Napa and Sonoma, definitely going to be hitting that. Oh, my but gosh. There's other vineyards in Oregon and Washington State that not many people know of. And, and it's there. It's kind of like it's called the, the iconic um, West Coast, but it should be the iconic West vineyards and <laughs> when wine tasting. Because and those excursions are complimentary. Um, but I've heard folks that want to visit Greenland and Japan and Iceland and um, going to Europe and, you know, more boutique ports in Europe hitting Sicily. Right now, White Lotus, it's huge and people love that show, White Lotus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we we go actually to that city where it was filmed. So, again, it's just wherever your wanderlust mind wants to take you, we're going to have that that itinerary. And, you know, She's one ship. We're going to get her sister next month. We have two ships traveling the world. So, Haley, again, the world's your oyster. Just tell me where and definitely I can tell you like a perfect itinerary. The top for me would be Antarctica, obviously, because definitely it's, you know, the, the seven wonder of the world. Definitely. I'm sorry, the seven continent of the world. You, the lost continent, as people say, <laughs> you know, definitely is something you want to do. But also going from Valparaiso to Tahiti, Fiji, um, Easter Island, and then ending up in Australia. You know, that's also one of the itineraries I like the best. Oh my gosh, they all sound incredible. And you mentioned Antarctica. I know I've been seeing Antarctica cruises coming up on my social media pages recently, and it's totally piqued my interest. Um, tell me what the Antarctica cruises are like with Scenic. So it's uh, the best way to describe it is glamping. Uh, <laughs> you know, a, you have a lot of expedition ships out in Antarctica, mm -hmm. and sometimes expedition ships, um, some of them are just go to the destination. Not much activities on board. Some of them they do. Some, but with us, basically, we are bringing. You know, we're rolling the red carpet. We're bringing all the bells and whistles to you know the the lost continent. So you start your journey in Ushuaia in Argentina. Mm -hmm. um, you arrive either in Chile or in Buenos Aires. Many people go to Buenos Aires. And then what we'll do is we'll charter. We have a charter flight that will take you from Buenos Aires into Ushuaia. And then you pick up the ship in Ushuaia. And then you cruise something that's called the Drake's Passage. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you that may be familiar with Drake's Passage or those of you that have heard of Drake's Passage, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is one of the roughest places on the earth. Um 
that's why cruise ships have to go very slow to get to Antarctica. The Drake's Passage, usually on a regular cruise ship, uh, takes about three days. We do it in one and a half or two, two the most. The reasons being, I'm getting technical, is because of our stabilizers. That's the reasons why we do not need an anchor to dock anywhere, because of our stabilizers. Our stabilizers are just as big as the Oasis of the Seas. Wow. So that's kind of give you. So you have this big megaton ship that carries 6,000 passengers mm-hmm. or more. And you have that, those stabilizers that keep that ship steady. It's an hour little yacht that carries 232 passengers. Wow. So that keeps the ship steady. Absolutely. So cruise the Drake's Passage with without without any reason or without any uh, turbulence, excuse me. When you go into Antarctica, now you're in Antarctica. Now the beautiful landscape, you see the glaciers, the mountains, the animals. The type of animals that you will see there would be seals, sea lions, pods of whales, um, penguins. You know, you, you see everything right there. It's something that is picturesque. Obviously, you know, we don't want to disturb the environment. So our submarine, for example, that goes under is electrical. I would say it's like a big Tesla, you know, we <laughs> charge it, and then, uh, and then the helicopters that goes around. Our helicopters are very quiet, and again, we don't want to disturb the environment. Mm-hmm. People go through zodiacs, um, you know, to see the animals or see the glaciers. We have our discovery team that are storytellers. They have like lectures why you're seeing, um, you know, the things that you see in, in Antarctica, and they will tell you, well, this is the reasons why the animals are behaving this way. This is the reason animals are here. This is why the glaciers are here. This is, you know, this is the reasons why this type of glacier is formed this way. So you get that experience. Mm-hmm. But other than the zodiacs, you can go ice paddleboarding, which is cool. Uh, you can go kayaking. And actually, I do have like some pictures on our website that you see actually people kayaking in between these huge glaciers. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then if you want to do the adventure side, if you really want the full-on experience, we have the polar plunge on the back of our ship, you know, to go jump into the water. Those waters are freezing. Oh, my God, I bet. Waters. <laughs> but you get a certificate. You get a shot of whiskey at the end to get yourself <laughs> warmed up. But it, again... This is the adventure, you know, Antarctica. This is Antarctica on steroids. This is going to be like the full-on experience, you know, animals, wildlife, um, glaciers, mountains, the whole thing. This is honestly what you experience on a scenic cruise into Antarctica. Oh my gosh. I have to get on one because you just sold me. It sounds absolutely (laughs) incredible. It's amazing. Oh, so before we move on to our rapid fire questions, I have one more. Do you have any favorite travel or cruise stories from your travels with scenic that you want to share with our audience? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, on the scenic eclipse, um, actually I travel, I had the, uh, the privilege to sail on scenic opal which is the river cruise on the rhine and then in the fall i went on the scenic eclipse i did san francisco to san diego um and it was just a show i was just working in but i sailed with you know uh with our guests that were traveling from vancouver down to san diego mm-hmm. and i'm a big i'm a big ocean guy i mean i've worked for a lot of the big cruise lines and I didn't expect 
what I experienced on Scenic. It was it blew my it blew my minds off. I mean, honestly, it blew my socks off. <laughs> it was the luxury experience. It was everybody was friendly, nice, catering. The bartenders knew what I was going to order. Um, the butler knew exactly what I wanted. My my um, uh, my mini fridge, uh, my mini bar was just stocked up great. Um, I'm a big Sam Adams fan. I only drink Sam Adams. The, the butler found that out. My <laughs> entire mini fridge was served from Sam Adams. Perfect. And when an excursion came back, I saw like little bites, like you know, I saw shrimp cocktails, stone crabs, crab legs, and this is what I and a glass of wine when I came back from an excursion. On the river cruise side, when I went on the Opal, there's one thing that river cruising has to stick that it's small and that you know a lot it's a much of a seasoned crowd mm -hmm. but i was very surprised to see number one that scenic is has the big staterooms has the big um common areas and you know and the um the month of things that are on board especially dining the restaurants are big you know it's a lot of things to do on a river cruise and to be honest there wasn't that many seasoned guests it was more of younger crowd. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm in my 40s and it was about my my age group that was on board, which to me, I was like, well, I thought I mean, people would be in their 80s. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was like maybe onesie, twosie of those, but people were mainly in their 40s and 50s um, traveling. The cherry on top about scenic that I noticed and I liked, because again, I like to travel the world is that the guests on Scenic, it's not just Americans. It's a hodgepodge of Americans, Canadians, Australians, because we're an Australian company, mm -hmm. Australians, uh, Europeans, um, people from the UK. That's, those were actually the typical travelers that I saw there. And it was, it was really great how you see, you know, the cultures meshing that you know sometimes we had english breakfast sometimes we had australian sometimes we had you know uh canadian dinner and so forth and so on like you know our chefs catered to those people and it was just great having just a little bit of everything yeah. and the hodgepodge of cultures going on now they speak english again there's no mm -hmm. everybody on board speaks english and obviously we're an australian company so yes right. we do speak english but it was just the the different cultures that was there. I really made the vacation. Aw, that sounds awesome. A nice little melting pot. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So we're going to move on to rapid fire questions. Um, first thing that comes to mind for these next 10 questions. So first, favorite scenic ship? Opal. Favorite port of call to visit? Antarctica. <laughs> favorite accommodation on any scenic ship? Oof. Uh, I'm, it's under rapid fire. I'm going to say the owner suite. Got it. Favorite drink to enjoy while on a scenic cruise? Whiskey. <laughs> um, favorite scenic cruise itinerary? Antarctica. <laughs> what sweet type is your favorite on scenic ships? Spa suite because it comes with a one hour complimentary massage. Wow. On a scenic eclipse. Ooh. Okay. Favorite food to eat on a scenic cruise? 
Oh, everything. <laughs> I would say I would say the charcuterie board and red wine on the scenic eclipse on the restaurant elements. Oh, stunning. Um, are you taking a scenic river cruise through Europe or through Asia? Both. Love it. Both. But I, I if I have my preference right now, the Mekong. Ooh, okay. Favorite time of year for a scenic cruise? I'm going to say Christmas. Love winter. it. And last one, favorite part of any scenic ship? The scenic eclipse helicopters and submarine. Yeah, that, that I have to like, say, that I have to say, is my favorite. That's unlike any other cruise ship. I love the sound of that too. All right. Well, those are all the questions I have for you. I appreciate you so much taking time out of your day to help our audience learn a little bit more about scenic cruises. And hopefully it inspired our audience just as much as it inspired me to get on a scenic cruise. It was incredible hearing about everything. So thank you so much, Andy. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. You too.